the Hello Meeples podcast, brought to you by no one in particular, with your hosts, Russell and Jennifer. Hello, Meeples. All right, so this is our first episode podcast, and well, this is actually our episode zero, so we're going to see what type of dumpster fire we can put together. So who are we and what are we doing? I am Russell, one of your co-hosts. And I am Jennifer. And we are a husband and wife team who have been playing board games for a really long time. Not as long as I have been playing board games, um, because I've been playing board games for like 20 years, and I have played almost every kind out there. Um, I actually, in real life, am a professional voiceover talent. And I've been doing that for a few years, and I actually have the pleasure of combining my um, hobbies with my work because I have been able to voice the cam the promotional videos for Peterson Games, who makes a lot of um, board games and stuff like that. So I actually get to work with what I do, and I love it. And like I said, I've been playing board games a really long time. I am a huge geek. I wear my geek hood on my sleeves and very proudly. So very you proudly. are going to get a different type of perspective from me and my wife, who uh, is kind of the normie of the group. And I have pulled her into board gaming, but I'll let her tell you more about that. Hey, so I'm Jen. Um, yep. I am the normie of the, the duo here. And um, so I, in real life, am a software product manager and then I'm also a small business owner. So I own a small art studio here in town. And I have been um, playing board games about as long as we've been married, although I think we've kind of picked up the pace a little bit the past 10 years. Um, Our yeah. goal is like once every other day. We don't hit it, but one of these days we've even got our kids going. And that's something you're going to get from here is uh, like this, this isn't exactly like all family time. You know, we're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff here, but we are a big board game family and we get all of our kids going. And so we're going to talk about like uh, the board games we played. Sometimes we'll talk about one board game. Sometimes we'll talk about themes of board games. Sometimes we'll talk about multiple board games at once. You're going to get all kinds of stuff here. And again, not all the time, just like family stuff. It just so happens that my wife is my best friend sometimes. <laughs> and we we play a lot of our board games together. So you're going to find out like great two-player games for sure. Um, but I rope anyone and everyone I can into board gaming. I've gotten family and friends and all kinds of stuff. I've been a part of multiple gaming groups. I've done stranger like pickup groups for things like Warhammer 40,000. I'll share the story of how I joined a and d group of complete strangers and what a train wreck that turned out to be. Um, but it was a lot of fun at the same time. And so, yeah, you're going to hear all kinds of stuff on here. Um, yeah, I think it'd be really cool. You know, we've kind of talked about maybe someday we can get some producers of board games maybe to interview on here. Um, maybe some people who are putting together some board game designs, um, you know, just some people in the industry as well. I think it'd be really neat if we can get them on this podcast. We have local places that are like our local board game stores and stuff like that. We're out of Reno, Nevada, um, where dreams come to die. And so we have, there are lots of board game places and bars and stuff here in town. And who knows, maybe we'll get something going with them. 
Um, but yeah, I've, so I think some of the games that that I that I like to do um, are definitely the two player games. I, I love um, basically beating you at every game that we play. That's, she's really good. That's a that's my goal in life. Obnoxiously good. Yeah, and I do like to brag about it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and then definitely love um, large games with a lot of friends. That's the whole reason why I got into board gaming. Um, you know, Russell brought me in and, and we had our friends around and just loved, you know, sitting down, um, playing a board game and socializing. And then, of course, I'm super competitive, so I love winning. As long as it's not Scrabble. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and a former I'm... English teacher as well. So, yeah. Whereas she can never even keep her metaphors straight. Yeah, no Scrabble. We don't really like Monopoly either. Don't count all your alligators before they're hatched. <laughs> I don't know what that yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> Something you say frequently. So, yeah, we play a lot of two-player games. Um, we're always on the lookout for those. We also, I, like I said, I, I like simpler board games, complex board games. I like everything in between, but I do love like my big board games, Rune Wars, uh, Cthulhu Wars, Gloomhaven. Um, I play Warhammer. I paint the figures. I do all of that stuff. I love the hobby. I love board games with a narrative, like campaign-based stuff. Um, you know, so we're going to do like different campaign-oriented things. Maybe if we can get uh, a campaign group going, they can stay together because anybody that uh, plays D&D or anything else knows what that's like. I'd be happy to do a thing where we keep you up on the story and everything, do a campaign style thing. Um, but I play everything other than like Milton Bradley, um, Parker Brothers. Like those are just kind of not to say that I'm a board game snob, but I kind of am. And though like Monopoly and stuff just aren't like my kind of favorites. I like uh, like like Euro games, worker placement games, dice placement games. I like what they call the Ameritrash games. Um, yeah. I like, I'm a sucker for miniatures. I really am. Like I've gotten to the point where I'm like, oh, it has miniatures. I probably don't need to buy it right now. Because um, as soon as I get a game with miniatures, I want to paint them. Um, certain games I have painted, like uh, Shadows Over Camelot, I painted that set. Or Zombie Side set I painted, which didn't, which did not take me several months at all. Um, and we did finish that one. So now I'm like, what the hell can I use all of these zombie miniatures for at this point? So I, I love my big games and I'm kind of getting Jen into, into some of them. I got her to play, uh, Star Wars Rebellion, which is a big one. Um, we've got, I've got her to play, uh, uh, War of the Ring, which is basically the Lord of the Rings version of Star Wars Rebellion. Uh, she actually does like Armada. I do like Armada. That is a fun <laughs> game. There's nothing like going into a store and her going, wait, where are the ships that I use? Oh, they're right there. Well, let's freaking buy some. I'm tired of having the small ones. Yeah, you get all the big ships. I get all the little ones. It's very disappointing. I've been playing the Empire for the first time. Normally she plays the Empire. Yeah, I like being the bad guy because I like fucking everybody up. <laughs> and... Uh, I normally I play the rebels, but if, for some reason on Armada, she's been the one playing the rebels. Um, so the next time we play one of those, maybe we'll give you an update. We are going to have an episode. I've already planned this out to where I am going to teach her how to play Warhammer. 
so we are going we are going to have a gin played warhammer episode so a little backstory there i am not a huge warhammer russ really likes you really really like the the story based games and i'm not as big on the story game um i just want to have quick action um mess everybody up and win um but you really like the long Stories. Except she constantly confuses Warhammer with D&D. &D. And no, we don't. War, I try to tell her that Warhammer is not just like, yeah, there's 30, 40 years of story history in Warhammer. But you don't even have to care about any of that. Like it is a my army is going to fight your army and kick your ass like type of setup. Like that's like just the, the fact that I paint these according to like the lore and stuff of the armies that I like to pick doesn't mean you have to care or know about any of that. It is literally chess on heroin for the most part. And so I will be, uh, I, once, once we play it, we're going to have a follow-up episode on that. And trust me, we're going to, uh, I'm going to get her to do it, and we're going to do a follow-up episode. So some of my favorite types of games are like Imperial Settlers. I love the worker placement. Um, we love nations being able to evolve over time. I love civilization games, but you do too. Yeah. Really and like I, uh, you are, I hate playing Imperial Settlers against you so much. Yeah. And our, and your, your daughter, it's your daughter at this point. Yeah. Your daughter is a strategic minded, just like you are. And she is so good at those. And yeah, like if I actually beat you at Imperial Settlers, I take pictures. <laughs> yeah. And what's the war game that, that we play where it's a two person war game? And um, is it like. Uh, is it one of the World War II themed ones? Yeah. That's uh, Memoir 44. Yeah. I like that game too. That's super strategic. That one's a lot of fun. Um, that one's really hard, though. That one's really, really hard. Oh, um, we haven't even played, um, or not with you, I haven't played. Um, what's the other one I have? Tide of Iron, which is like... No, we played that. Mm, oh, you I and I have that. never played that one yet. Uh, I played that one with uh, another friend. I won't name him on here just yet, although he might guest star on here a time or two. <laughs> um, but no, I, I played it with him. And he, uh, that one has even more strategic depth to it. So I think he yeah. might like it, but it has more of the complexities, almost like, like rebellion and stuff. Yeah. So. And we play a bunch of like one-off games that we've never heard of. So, so the history of how we actually really got into like all of these board games. So you've always really liked board games, but, um, how many a, years ago was it when you found that? I had a tiny little collection. Yeah. Um, I had like the Star Wars card game. Um, I had I had, you know, a couple of games and I was like, oh, look at my board game collection. And I was real proud of it. And then I was looking for uh our daughter, uh, Harry Potter Harry Harry Potty. Harry Potter Legos. Oh, I yeah, was trying to right. find some Harry Potter Legos for um for her birthday. And I was on Craigslist because at this point in time, they hadn't reprinted any of them. You couldn't find them anywhere, not Walmart, not, and Toys R Us yeah. had already gone under. And so I'd looked on Craigslist. And since I was looking up apparently Harry Potter Legos, they showed like some board game stuff. And a couple in nearby Sacramento had a posting 
for over 200 board games for sale for $200. It was ridiculous. And I saw that and I first thought that it was a scam. I was like, there's no way this is real. There's no way. And I can remember you pushing to go, no, you need to call them and find out if this is real. And so I called them. Lady picked up the phone. Seemed like a completely normal, you know, not trying to get me out there to murder me type of person. <laughs> and we, I, so I called her and I was like, I'm more than interested. Like I'm on my way. You know, I will, I have the money in hand. Yeah. You drove like three hours one way to get that. Yeah. And I drove a vehicle I'm uncomfortable with, which is a larger SUV. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I knew I was going to need space, uh, judging by the pictures. And so I drove up there myself. I, it was, they opened up their garage. Apparently they were like moving or something and they collected board games too. And they just wanted to get rid of this stuff because they didn't want to take it with them. And so they were literally giving it away. Like they opened it up and there was just this pallet of board games there. And they helped me stock up the car. I couldn't even see out the back window hardly. It was top to bottom, left to right. I remember when I got back here, it was raining. And I had to pull into the garage so that I could unload them all without getting wet. Uh, without getting them all wet. Yeah. And there was over 200 of them. It was like less than a dollar a piece for these games. And I'm not talking, again, like, you know, Monopoly and Clue and stuff like that. I mean, this was a wide variety. my board game collection. I mean, like, it had all of the Pathfinder card game uh, sets in it, all of them with every single expansion. It had Mansions of Madness. It had Dreadfleet. It had games from all the way back in the mid-90s, like, uh, what was it, like Space Marines or something like that, one we haven't even played yet. There's a bunch that we haven't played. There's so many out there, like even little ones, like To Court the King, you know, little games that we would have never have thought never to Never bought up. in our life. Yeah. And we've loved like almost every one that we've played. It's like, I never would have bought this. We just learned how to play uh, the Battle of Red Cliffs, yeah. which is a card game. And it's, it's one we never would have bought before. But because it was in this collection, we were like, okay, well, we're going to try all of these. And we wound up enjoying all of them. Cold War was a really fun one. That was a surprise. That was really, really fun. Super st strategic, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. One of my, one of the games I think was so well designed for just how little it is. Yeah. Um, and of course, that's not stopped my spending habits from buying board games no, either. Like I, I think it's sped it up a little. You're no, you're no different. <laughs> we don't go into one of our local uh, board game bars that also happens to sell stuff, and I'm not the one that starts buying stuff out of there. Well, and I filling like my arms up with know. board games from there. I like to support small business. You know, I'm a small business owner myself. When we go in there, I like to. You know, I'd rather buy from a small business than off of Amazon. And I am totally happy with um, taking advantage of that Yeah. to get, like, another armload of board games. You do every now and then. But a lot of the games I look at there are for our kids. So we homeschool them, and I like to, or we both like to try and, and coordinate whatever they're learning in school with the board game. So it makes it kind of fun to have conversations. So we just did one. Um, they're learning about the revolution, and what was the game we played? Well, they just come out of uh, colonialism, and so yeah. we played Age of Empires three, which is the board game based on the video game. With an eleven-year-old uh, and a thirteen-year-old, and they, they had a ton of fun. Both really enjoyed it. That one goes up to five, and we had four playing it. 
um, we're kind of of the common opinion that most games are usually best with like three to four. Um, we'll talk about a lot of games that are two player or, um, or even solo player. Like I'll probably talk about some of my favorite ones I've played solo. I'm normally not a big solo player and I've played like there's one game in particular in one particular episode I will discuss that is the best solo game I've ever played and is like the only game I could probably recommend that you ever play solo, like in my own personal opinion. Um, but we will share like a bunch of like two player games and stuff that we like, but also the ones that we've played that are just like, you got to have three or four people. Um, we just played, uh, several rounds of blood rage, yeah. um, which actually is blood rage. You have to yell it whenever you say it. Um, that just woke me up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and I'm also going to have to like fiddle with that one on the recording too, (laughs) because that's like totally spiked. Um, I, uh, everybody just woke up. (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, th- that one is, uh, Vikings, Viking history. We have another game like it called Rising Sun made by the same people, but it's Japanese folklore, um, and stuff like that. But we just played that game like three or four times in a row. Um, and you just, you gotta have like four, yeah. like three is okay. Three's okay. Three's all right. It's made four, for two. You really get into a lot of fights with each other. Yeah. And- that one is just like, there is no, there is no friends. There's no such thing as family. It's like Vikings at the end of the world and just start murdering each other. Yeah, but I think it's important to note that we also can walk away from a game and Yeah, there's not a there's not a lot of uh there there is like no poor sportsmanship when we play. Yeah. And they're like there never has been. Your feelings get hurt when I really rub in the dirt about how much I beat you, but you're okay. You survive. Yeah. It's a little depressing sometimes <laughs> that I'm the board gamer and you are the one that it's like I just play at this point just to have fun because I know there's not going to be any um I know there's not going to be any there's a small chance for me to beat you at hardly anything. So I play for fun. She plays to win. But Summoner Wars you always win at. That's true. I don't win at that one. When we talk about Summoner Wars like I'll have to do all the talking on that one cuz she sucks at it. Yeah, I'm not very good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about a lot of different games and how we feel about like the, the size differences. I mean, there's some that like really should be two players, you know, uh, rebellion has a setup for more than two players. So it just, I've never even tried it with more than two. Cause it just does not seem like it would work. So, um, and then we've really been wanting to play mice and mystics. Uh, yeah, like, we did a little bit of that with the kids. Yeah. Um, we, again, once, hopefully we can get some gamer groups going here again with like the whole COVID thing, you know, that's always been a little questionable and rough and iffy and everything, but, uh, things are starting to pick back up. Um, I'm getting ready to just start doing the stranger pickups to get me some Warhammer matches in, but that's before I, that's before I get you to play it. Um, once I get you to play it, it'll probably be a whole different thing. Uh-huh. There's lots of things that I've tried to get you to do that I had no idea you would like. And the next thing you know, you're all for it. Like, I don't know, Battlestar Galactica, the TV show. Uh, yeah. Game of Thrones, the TV oh, I show. Like Game of Thrones. I do <laughs> the, love Game of Thrones. The, the moment that, uh, spoiler alert, um, Bran was pushed out of the tower. It's, you know, it's like an old series, though, so come on. Um, but as soon as Bran was pushed out of the tower and she goes, <gasps> I was like, yep, we're watching it. Uh-huh. I got her. So... 
whenever I get you like yelling at the TV or something, I know that I've got you. So um, if I can get you doing that with Warhammer, it will be a great day. I am not as convinced that you are. are. So stay tuned for that episode. Um, But anyway, we are going to be doing these hopefully once a month is what we want to do. So we're going to start out doing these once a month. And if people seem to really, really like us, um, you know, so get out there and tell people, hey, check out this like weird husband and wife team that's podcasting board games. <laughs> Only one of us is weird. Um, <laughs> so the, go go tell people, hey, check these people out, you know, because the more we get, the more than we can try to do. Um, and yeah, we would love to try to get people on here, um, share like our different stories that we do. Again, we're going to be reviewing board games. Uh, of all different sizes, um, which is just another excuse for me to play more so that we can review them. And yeah, so get out there and subscribe and share and tell everyone. All right. Any parting words, dearest? (laughs) No, I just, I'm excited to start talking about some games and, uh, you know, reviewing specific games and, you know, hopefully we can get some people on here and, um, you know, see what other people's opinions are. I think you and I are, other than Warhammer, I think you and I are pretty much aligned on what we like. Although we kind of like everything. There's there's not much that we don't like. Well, there's some things that we have a few stronger opinions about. But yeah, stay tuned to find out. So um, that was not so much of a dumpster fire, I think. More just like a rusted trash can. This has been Episode Zero of Hello Meeples, and we will come back. Stay tuned, and please tell everyone to join us for our very first official episode where we are going to talk about some of our favorite, as we promised, two-player games to do with your significant other or your friend or uh, the poltergeist that lives with you even. Great date night games. All right. Thanks, everyone. The Hello Meeples Podcast. That's all for now.